Welcome to uh, Aiden's podcast, and this is um, Racing for Dummies. And today we're just going to break down mainly just drag racing today and explain the environment of it. And Hi, this is Jer. Uh, Aiden invited me to uh, come discuss drag racing with him today. So I got a few questions for him, and, and uh, Aiden is uh, going to be happy to let us know everything about his experiences at the track. You know... Why don't we start off talking a little bit about uh, racing in general. I think a lot of people are probably most familiar with circle track, whether it's NASCAR or, or dirt track at places like Proctor. Um, but there's a lot of type, different types of racing. Is that correct? Yeah, there's, there's all sorts of different types of racing. I mean, there's drifting, drag racing, as you hear, and then there's, you know, track racing, all sorts of different ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think most recently uh, you were at Brainerd International Raceway uh, and uh, spent the weekend experiencing some drag races. Uh, so maybe you can share with us how drag racing differs from other types of racing? Yeah, yeah. just that last weekend there I went to Brainerd International Raceway. I went to the Street Outlaws no prep competition, and it, it wasn't too bad. I mean, the environment of it was pretty pretty chaotic people everywhere people always driving around lots of noise from all the cars out there and all that it's just pretty chaotic and you hear the guy talking over the microphone the host up there he's going off all the time making jokes i guess getting more into drag racing a little bit i mean there's not a whole lot of properties to it it's a pretty simple pretty simple setup it's not too bad um just two cars line up straight away it's usually a quarter mile straight away and you just Got to get there from point A to point B and as fast as you can. And you got to make sure you got all those tires and all that. Make sure you got enough grip, accelerate across that line. I mean, don't do it fast enough, you lose. You're not there on time, you lose. I mean, there's just all those different properties of it. Yeah, um, that sounds fantastic. Uh, so in drag racing, uh, one of the unique things is you're starting from a dead stop from what I understand, correct? Yeah, that is correct. So... Like you said, uh, one of the most important aspects is uh, making sure you get enough traction and reaction time, I suspect. Yeah, if you get better reaction time, that'll be more points on it, too, and all that. Yep. Uh, how long does a drag race usually take? You said it's only a quarter of a mile. Um, well, lining up takes probably five, ten minutes. It takes quite a long time, but going from point A to point B while you're lined up and ready to go, it's... Usually only about eight, nine seconds max from the car to get from point A to point B. It's pretty quick. It sounds like a lot of work and preparation for uh, what ends up being a really short race. Yeah, there is a lot of preparation, a lot of money put into it left and right. Um, yeah, they got to always cool those cars back down. They got to always, you know, rebuild them, get their stuff ready again. So um, since it is uh, a really involved sport, and uh, the race is so short. Uh, what does uh, the rest of the day and weekend kind of look like? How, how do things start out in the morning? Um, in the morning, there's not really anything going on. It's more of just getting ready for your day, showering, getting up. Everybody's getting breakfast, making sure their cars are getting ready. And then throughout the day, probably about halfway through the day, 11, 12 o'clock, they'll open up the, the drag part of the track. And they'll start sending cars out there for their bracket racing. Uh, towards the end of the day and at night, they um, it starts to calm back down. Once the racing stops, then everybody's like calm for a little while. And then 
12, 1 in the morning, everybody's out partying, and there's a massive campfire always going on and all that. Sounds like a full day. Um, so in the morning, as they're getting their cars uh, ready, uh, is there anything that the racers need to worry about besides just uh, tuning their car up and, and getting it to run its best for the day? Oh, yeah, there's a couple other things you got to look out for. You know, make sure everything's still in good shape, nothing's destroyed, you know, nothing is possibly partially damaged, anything like that. Make sure you got enough tread on your tires that you can still go out there and all that. Because, you know, there's there's so many requirements for these cars, and if they're not met up to standards, then they can't keep going. So if there's a lot of requirements, uh, I suspect there must be some sort of a inspection uh, process or something. Yeah, there's an inspection process you have to do when you first get there on that first day. They'll always just check your whole car down, make sure it's good. And just after that, you're good. You'll get a sticker on your car, and you're set for the rest of the weekend. I'm sure that's uh, a pretty stressful part of the day, making sure you you meet that tech inspection. Oh, yeah, people are always stressed out about that. They always think their cars just might not meet them standards. So uh, once the racing... Uh, for the day begins, how does how does the process go? You said the races go really quickly. Do you get a number of attempts to uh, win a race, or is it a double elimination where once you lose, you're done? Um, I think when I went for the uh, the street outlaws with the no preps, I think it was just straight elimination. So there's only a winning bracket. There's no elimination bracket where you get into a loser side as well. So uh, it sounds like a very specialized type of racing. Uh, can you uh, tell me a little bit about uh, the race cars that you'd find at a drag race? Oh, yeah, okay. So there's many different types of these cars out there. I mean, there's naturally aspirated that people use nitrous. They'll use turbos, and others will use superchargers. It's kind of a mix of whatever you want to do for that, to be completely honest. It's a pretty wide variety still, even for being how strict those rules are. Mainly when I was out there, there was a lot of supercharged and nitrous cars out there it was pretty it was pretty wild hearing all those out so um i imagine there's uh multiple classes yeah i believe there is multiple classes i'm not too sure on a whole lot of that but i i'm pretty sure that there is a lower horsepower drag class as well uh do you have some uh favorite cars that you'd see for drag racing um I guess really, it's not always the looks I want to go for. I kind of like looking at the internals of the motor, seeing what's actually there. I mean, are they using a supercharger setup? Are they using a turbo setup? Are they using both? I mean, you never know. And that's the interesting part about it that really I like. Great. So you're not necessarily uh, one of these brand loyal type of guys. No, I'm not just one person. I kind of just look at everybody's cars and admire all of them because they're all pretty sweet. It sounds like you're uh, much more interested in the... Uh work and ingenuity of each individual uh, rather than the, the make of the vehicle. Oh, yeah, by far. It doesn't matter what the make or the model of the vehicle is. It's whatever they put into it. I mean, it's whatever somebody put their own time, their own effort, their own sweat, money, whatever into it. That's what they made. I think that's pretty cool that everybody can have their own unique car and whatever they want it to be. So while you're at the racetrack, you, you said it uh, can be kind of a, uh, a busy, chaotic type of environment. It sounds like a lot of people uh, stay or camp at the the camp at at the racetrack for the weekend. 
So at the end of the day, after the racing's finished, what do folks do? Um, usually when all the racing's done for the day and everybody's just hanging out, doing a whole lot, there's not really a whole lot. Just drinking usually gets up a whole bunch. Um, a lot of grilling. You can smell the grills all the time there. That's one of the great parts about it. Sometimes people like to go out there and just beat on their cars and just rev them out in the middle of the road because they feel like it. They like making noise. And then just at late night, all that partying starts. Sounds like a full weekend's entertainment. Uh, so at the end of the weekend, uh, how do things wrap up? the end of the weekend, it kind of gets pretty chaotic because everybody's about ready to leave. And so everybody's kind of pushing their way out. People getting mad at each other all the time. And usually the streets are busy for miles, and you just never can seem to get out of the actual track itself. So you'll be sitting in there for two, three hours trying to get out of it. Just kind of a mass exodus, it sounds like. Oh, yeah, easily. Great. Um, is there anything else you'd like to just share about uh, your time, your weekend at the track, or uh, anything that stuck out to you, or anything you... Uh, especially enjoy honestly i just enjoy going out there listening listening to all those cars all those different cars seeing them all smelling them all that that race gas in there oh man that's a great smell other than that no i think that's about it well great um thanks aiden thanks for having me uh here for your first podcast we look forward to many many more episodes and uh um, i'll give the mic back to you all right um Well, I think that's going to be the end of this session. Thank you for listening and see you next time.